check who's on the track next. Never half step like. Hello, once again, everybody, Pro 17 Thoughtcast featuring Ronnie B. Thanks for checking out the video once again. If you're watching this on replay, make sure you give it a thumbs up and a like for all my audio streaming platforms only Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, etc. Please make sure you give it a five star review. Thanks, everybody, for checking out the video once again. Got a lot to talk about. I missed yesterday's show, but I hope you guys saw. Uh, my video about the the Will Smith slap and Chris Rock, but I mean, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure you guys are probably already tired of that story. Uh, you know, it's been all over the the mainstream media. Everybody, every podcaster is talking about it. But you know, it was just it was pretty incredible. I did it the night of. It was kind of raw, but uh, go ahead and check that out. Uh, I've got a lot to talk about today, but I do want to touch on something regarding that real quick after I tell you what we're going to talk about today. So thanks for watching the video. Uh, today we want to talk about things uh, regarding Lori Lightfoot. And he's still she's still blaming Donald Trump. I mean, I could call her a he or whatever. Right. But uh, uh, she is still blaming Donald Trump for her failures. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, we want to talk about the Biden cheat sheets. You know, he was up there at the podium with like <laughs> he can't even answer like basic questions. If we know this, you know, the guy's a bum and uh, cognitively unavailable. Joe Biden, you ain't black Biden. Uh, we're going to get into that. And then uh, the, the last segment, I want to talk about the gay kinder teacher. That's upset about the recently passed law by Ron DeSantis, the uh, quote unquote, don't say gay bill, which is really the don't groom, don't groom our kids bill. Uh, that's now officially a law in Florida. I'm talking about this guy that's complaining about it. OK, uh, so thanks for checking out the video once again. I really appreciate you guys. By the way, we got new stuff up at Pro17.com, including this uh, fresh new look right here. We got the Grace t-shirts the hoodies aren't up yet i'm gonna put those up later tonight but we got the new grace in various colors uh you know representing uh, the lord jesus christ as you know pro 17 is the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge fools despise wisdom and instruction so let's get into it so before i even get into the today's topic i just want to go back and address the whole thing with will smith really quickly and uh chris rock so we all know this, the whole story already right so it's kind of crazy if it's fake, if it's not, there's there's all kind of different, I don't know, opinions regarding if, if it was really a real thing or if not. But that doesn't really matter. What, what kind of trips me out and the whole thing about it that's kind of getting lost in all this is that with everything regarding racism and, you know, uh, black people are so oppressed and all that kind of stuff. You know, a lot, a lot of us conservatives use that particular statistic about how, you know, uh, black people only make up like 12 or 13 percent of the population of the United States, but are uh, responsible for like 55% of all violent crime in America. And when you whittle that down, that actually comes down to like really like 4% of, of, of black males that are responsible for most of that stuff. So you look at the Oscars and, and, and what did you have there? You had two black men. How many, how many black people, first of all, were in the Oscars since it's so, uh, you know, not diverse as they would have you to believe in Hollywood. Right. So what would you say, like uh, 15% black people, 10 in the audience, you know? And so how many times has any violence broken out at the Oscars in, in the history of the Oscars? Was it 90-something Oscars, right? How many times has anything broken out? So 100% of the violence at the Oscars is attributed to the black community. Congratulations, Will Smith. Congratulations, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you're just kind of proving the point. And, and it's really disgraceful that you want to sit here and say that this had to do with the honoring of your wife 
and having her back and want to be some white knight champion, but you're letting your wife bang other guys. Right? You weren't slapping somebody else for for her for her uh, not keeping uh certain uh, extremities out of her mouth. <laughs> right? I mean, you want to go slap Chris Rock. So I don't even know if it was real or not. It could be a rating spoiler or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's a bad look. For minorities, and again, nobody's ever going to say that on the mainstream media, especially these leftists, right? Nobody's going to say anything like that. It's just going to be uh, another thing swept under the rug, and uh, you know we're not going to talk about the racial part of it. And but but you're out here making black people look ridiculous and, and wild. But anyway, I'm gonna get off of that subject, and uh, let's get into the the first story here. So, your favorite uh, leprechaun Beetlejuice. Looking full, Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, was in the news once again, uh, talking about how it's Trump's fault. And she's talking about the police reform. And remember, she was one of the ones that was for defunding the police back in 2020 and all these things. We all know that Chicago has one of the highest murder rates in, the, in, in all of the United States. I think it's like second or third or something like that as far as murders and shootings. The gang activity in Chicago is absolutely ridiculous. She has done nothing to solve the problem. She is a Democrat puppet. We know these things. And uh, but she she continues to blame Trump for her for her ills and problems. And and uh just getting into the fact of Mayor Lightfoot and just people in general talking about Donald Trump. Um it's, it's quite disturbing that even in regard to the Oscar situation with Will Smith and Chris Rock. There was an MSNBC host that came on there. It was a guest panelist and, and also including <laughs> um, Howard Stern, who is obviously irrelevant. I don't even know why I'm bringing that fool's name up. He, I mean, he hasn't been relevant at all in the last like 10 years. But, but the point is, is that they were saying that Will Smith and the audience, the way they reacted to Will Smith is the same way that Trump got into power. These people are just crazy. The, the Trump derangement system, Trump derangement syndrome is out of control. These people cannot get Trump out of their minds, okay? They need him. And you see what it is? They really love him. It's like that ex-girlfriend that, like, you know, says that she hates her ex-boyfriend and he's such a punk and he's an a-hole and all this kind of stuff. But really, it's because you, you still have feelings for him and you miss him and you love him, right? But you're going to go out and keep telling all your friends how much you hate the guy. Right. That's that's basically what we're dealing with in the, in the situation with Donald Trump and and how we're stirring these people with the Trump derangement syndrome. You really love him and you miss him and your slip is showing. OK, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't know how you get to it's Trump's fault from 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 Will smacking Chris, Chris Rock. That's just absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, I digress. Let's get another to, to the story that I'm talking about. So so Mayor Lightfoot has a 71 person police unit to protect her but blames Trump for being in danger. <laughs> you know what? You might be in danger because you're an idiot. You might be in danger because you're a horrible mayor. You might be in, uh, an idiot because you probably do shady deals with all kind of like, I don't know, super criminals in Chicago. We know the Democrat party. You're not getting into power at all in any of these blue states, unless you have the sign off from the higher ups, the George services of the world and whoever else is pulling puppet strings in Chicago and every other Democrat city. So. Uh, let's let's read a little bit of the article here. I thought it was pretty interesting here. So Mayor Lightfoot, a Democrat who proposed cutting a huge $80 million from the Chicago Police Department budget in 2020, has a personal police unit consisting of a whopping 71 officers to protect her. 
and blame some of her personal need for protection on former President Trump, <laughs> telling the Chicago Sun-Times, quote, when the president of the United States uses the world's largest megaphone and platform to target you personally, terrible things happen. And he not only blew a dog whistle, he pointed really, really evil and dangerous people right out my doorstep. Now, again, so so which one is it? Did he use a megaphone or did he use a dog whistle? Because, the, the, you know, they both can't be simultaneously true at the same. You know what I mean? That, come on. But again, this is what they do on the Democrat left. These radical leftists, they always want to uh, deflect their position on somebody else, and they never want to take accountability for their own actions. Okay, So the special unit named Unit 554 is now is comprised of, oh, excuse me, comprised of 65 officers, five sergeants, and a lieutenant. But that's not all. Lightfoot also has a separate personal bodyguard detail, <laughs> which includes about 20 officers, the records show. Uh in 2020, the police department issued a memo to officers who had served for at least five years. It stated, the unit's mission will be to provide physical security for City Hall, the mayor's residence, and the mayor's detail command post. Though the coordination of intelligence and resources, officers will respond to all threats related to the mayor's physical properties and ensure its protection. So this is really kind of crazy because, again, th these Democrat leftists and stuff, they're the ones that are quickly... To say they want to defund the police. Remember Corey Bush, uh, Ilhan Omar, and all that. But they always have their own personal details. That was a big story with Corey Bush back in the day, and she was like, "Well, I ain't getting shot, so I, I need to have my security." You know what I'm saying? That's that's that was Corey Bush. Now you have the same thing with Lori Lightfoot. She's saying the same thing. I need my protection. Seventy-one people, really, really. I mean, I understand. Look, have a personal bodyguard detail. I ain't saying that you got to be all extra, like, you know, bold and stuff, but 71 people. That's like that's like about how many people get shot every day in, in Chicago. So this is where the the your tax money is going in Chicago. And I'm going to get back down into the article in a second here where Trump actually talks about how much money he's donated <clears throat> when he was still in office to the to the city of Chicago to help out with the crime wave in Chicago and the gang stuff. But Lori Lightfoot has no interest in solving that. These, these blue state Democrats have no interest in black on black crime. They're never going to talk about that. <clears throat> it's only when there is a, uh, the rare 1% uh, white cop shoots a black person. And usually it's warranted, right? Because they're resisting arrest or going after somebody's gun or something like that. That's when all of a sudden they want to talk about, you know, police brutality and all these kinds of things. But they don't want to talk about the real issues for the black community, which is black on black crime, fatherless homes, lack of God, et cetera. <clears throat> oh, man, excuse me. So um, I'm going to go down here and read this other section. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, John Cantanzara, president of Chicago's Fraternal Order of Police, commented, while murders are soaring, while districts are bare bones for manpower, all that manpower, all that matters is protecting her castle. Um, and I want to go down here to talk about what Trump said. Okay, here we go. So in February, 2021, discussing why Chicago's, let me make it bigger for you guys. Um, discussing why Chicago's public schools were having so much difficulty returning students to in-person classroom learning Lightfoot blamed Trump saying, quote, this is a very difficult situation and we're in it still because of the income incompetence of the previous administration. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
Trump was trying to get people back in school, like, you know, very, very, uh, what, immediately kind of right after the whole two weeks to slow the spread, everybody was getting mad at him for doing so because <clears throat> he understood he didn't want to destroy the economy of the United States. <clears throat> Excuse me, man, I got something in my throat here. But in June 2020, Trump slammed Lightfoot in a letter after the publication of a report uh, the Chicago Sun Times on the number of people who were shot and killed in Chicago. Trump wrote, quote, your lack of leadership on this important issue continues to fail the people you have sworn to protect. I am concerned it is another example of your lack of commitment to vulnerable citizens who are victims of this violence and a lack of respect for the men and women in law enforcement. Now, listen, is, is, is there a lie there? Where's the lie? Where's the lie? You know, Trump was calling her out straight up. He continued, the American people, hardworking taxpayers, send you millions of dollars in federal funding each year to support public safety in Chicago. In 2018 and 2019, the city of Chicago benefited from $136 million in funding from the Urban Area Security Initiative Grant Program. And another $68 million was recently announced for Chicago from this important program. The Department of Justice awarded and is in the process of awarding nearly $20 million to support law enforcement and law enforcement-related entities in the city of Chicago. Oh, excuse me. Um, and it goes on and on and on. So Trump is basically just calling her out. And down here at the bottom, my administration allocated $898.6 million to the city of Chicago and Cook County from the Corona Relief Fund, which helps support your first responders on the front lines. And in the absence of any modicum of leadership, however, these substantial sums of taxpayer money are not being turned into results, and the safety of your most vulnerable communities continues to deteriorate. Boom, facts, Donald Trump speaking the truth. Uh, and he concluded, unfortunately, you continue to put your own political interest ahead of the life, safety, and fortunes of your own citizens. The people of Chicago deserve better. <laughs> and uh, Lightfoot, Lightfoot tweeted back, I don't need leadership lessons from Donald Trump. Apparently you do. Uh, apparently you do need leadership lessons because you're not getting the job done. Okay? And, th and this is what disturbs me and pisses me off. And this is why I get upset with the black community in general and the minority community in general is because we tend to vote Democrat at a 95% clip, dude, what are you doing? All right. And every four years and every two years, like right now, the midterms coming up, they still want to talk about systemic racism. They want to talk about, you know, the, the racist Republican party and the systemic racism that is brought to you by the Republican party and how they're going to switch the problem around. Just keep voting for You got to vote for a Democrat. You can't vote for a racist Republican. Right. Y'all forgot that the Democrats were the the ones that were the party of the Ku Klux Klan. Joe Biden, you ain't black. I can go on and on and on about all that. But more importantly, who has the highest tax rates? What cities? The blue cities. Who has the highest murder rates? The blue cities. Right. Who has the highest homelessness rates? The blue cities. And the thing is, and the fact of the matter is, is that these cities like Detroit and Chicago have been run by the Democrat Party for decades, man. Y'all been run by the, the Democrat Party, Lori Lightfoot, Chicago, Los Angeles, all these places. Highest murder rates in and, and, and Baltimore, Philadelphia, you know what I'm saying? 
Washington, D.C. These are ran by not only Democrats, by black people. And a lot of times they got black women. Black, progressive, some of them lesbian like Lori Lightfoot. Okay, so you're getting everything that you're crying about in, in, in regard to your progressive politics and these things that you champion for and that we're supposed to support as a black community, but you do not do the job at all. What have you done for the black community? Again, I, I said it earlier, it's like a second or third highest murder rate in, in the United States. And I think Washington, D.C. is up there top two. Again, ran by what? By who? Black Democrat Party women. Those are the mayors of those cities, okay? So miss me with the nonsense. Black people, you need to wake up and stop voting for these same ridiculous blue state idiots. Nothing's changed. <laughs> That's why when Trump got up there in, in, in 2016, he said to the black people, hey, he said, hey, vote for me. What do you got to lose? They haven't been doing anything for you. They haven't been doing anything for us. Look at our school systems in the blue cities. You know what I'm saying? That's why you see right now in the blue cities across all the United States and just 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 in general that we've had the highest move to homeschooling for children in the history of the United States. You know, because parents want to be able to to monitor what's going on with your kids' education. We don't want this indoctrination, transgender stuff in our schools, which I'm going to get to in the in the later segment. You know, we don't want to hear about all that. Teach them reading, writing, and arithmetic. And again, all these blue cities and blue states, these school districts ran by the teachers unions that fund the Democrat Party have the lowest test scores for all this stuff. The reading, the writing, the arithmetic, all that stuff, the lowest. Super low test scores. Illiteracy rates are, are out of control. But they, but they want to make sure to, that they can teach you about transgenderism, though. They want to make sure they're going to teach you about sexuality, though, to your elementary school kids. They find that important. That's what they should be doing, right? Miss me with the bull stuff. But anyway, <clears throat> enough about her. Lori Lightfoot, you're a clown, Beetlejuice. Get out of here, leprechaun. And a shout out to Donald Trump for dissing her and putting her in her place. And 71 person police security guard. Come on, man. That's absolutely ridiculous. The people of Chicago, you need to hold her accountable straight up. Uh, next thing I want to talk about real quick. We want to talk about the Biden cheat sheets. Now, <laughs> what can we say about Joe Biden? I mean, what can't you say about Joe Biden? The highest gas prices in the history of the United States going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, inflation for your food. I mean, we got to go to Costco. I'm scared to go to Costco this weekend to get food for the family, man. The beef is absolutely ridiculous, dude. It's like, it's a luxury item, legit. Thanks, Biden. Right? We got this whole thing with the Russian situation going on, this this whole deep state warmongering bullcrap. And again, it's like I can't even blame Joe Biden. You know, he's just a puppet being ran by somebody. I don't know who it is. Somebody's putting these notes on his cars. That's what we're going to talk about right now. He always slips and says, like, hey, my handlers or whatever, they're going to get mad at me if I say this. Like, dude, you're the president. Who's going to get mad at you? You're supposed to be running the show. You're the leader of the free world. How did this guy get 81 million votes? No way in hell that this dude got 81 million votes. We all know this to be full. You know this is like this is a, a is a whack. Oh, and by the way, tell me if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. <laughs> hey, you ain't black, Joe Biden. So we know the guy can't even like hardly hold a 
cognitive thought. We know that he can hardly speak. I mean, he can almost hardly walk. The guy, the guy is an absolute joke. We need to invoke the 25th Amendment. You know, they used to say that that was for Donald Trump when they put that into the Constitution or whatever. But um, we believe that happened to be for Joe Biden. But but again, when there's a silver lining to that, that would make Kamala Harris the president of the United States. Really? I don't know if we really want that. And then who would be the vice president? Nancy Pelosi? Oh, man. How did we get here, America? How did we get to this point? <laughs> you know, you got you got a. Weekend at Bernie's is the guy that's running the show, followed up by Hills Up Kamala, uh, ex-Hoochie Mama, Hills Up Kamala, slept her way to the top, eggplant emoji. <laughs> and then you got eyebrows, Nancy Pelosi looking like the crib keeper. That's that's the three people that are have the highest power in the United States of America right now. We are, man. So no wonder we're in this uh, predicament that we're in in America right now. What, what are you going to say about it? But anyway. Um, I want to get into the cheat sheet Biden here. So this guy literally has to have cheat sheets because he's already messed up too much in the last couple of days in regard to his press conference answers. <laughs> so Biden was slammed for using cheat sheets while answering questions on Putin, you know, and, and, and got a lot of people that are saying how utterly embarrassing it is. It's embarrassing, bro. I mean, that's why we're having the issues right now with all these foreign nations that just have zero respect for the United States of America, man. Zero respect. Our dollars devaluing, our respect is being devalued. It's just, it's just a disgrace. So, so Joe Biden was slammed on Monday over a note card that he carried while talking to reporters that was a cheat sheet for how to answer what were deemed to be, quote, tough Putin questions. <laughs> Oh, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. Uh, the note card stated in part, if uh, one, if you weren't advocating for regime change, what did you mean? Can you clarify? Uh, two, I was expressing the moral outrage I felt towards the actions of this man. Three, I was not articulating a policy change. The note card on how to deal with questions came in response to Biden stating over the weekend about Putin, quote, for God's sake, this man cannot retain in power. The White House was forced to quickly walk back Biden's statement, <laughs> saying in a statement that uh, president, the president's point was that Putin cannot be allowed to exercise power over his neighbors in or the region. He was not discussing Putin's power in Russia or regime change. And see, this is this is what's what's scary about this guy. He's actually giving Putin more power because now Putin can use this as propaganda and say, look, the United States says that they don't want me in power. You see, they're trying to take me out. They're against us, whatever. So now he can use that as propaganda to bolster up his, his troops and the morale for his Russian army and military and just general people. Okay. This is obviously a ploy here because we know the, the the Boeings and the Raytheons and these warmongering corporations are, this is all about money. This is all about NATO. Okay. You know, th th this is not that, that Ukraine is some like, you know, poor, pobrecito country that can't defend themselves. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, 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 we're fighting for to save democracy in Ukraine when you have Zelensky who's uh, silencing 12 dissident news outlets. Okay. That's what a dictator does. All right. Azov Battalion are actually Nazis that are fighting on behalf of Ukraine. Okay. 
this POW footage of the Ukrainian army uh, torturing Russian soldiers as well. But they're like denying all these things. It's coming out. The, 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 the you know the social media in 2022 is too powerful. You can't stop everything from getting out. All right. So again, I don't think the United States should be involved whatsoever in any of this ridiculousness going on going on over there. Let them handle it. Let them handle their business. We have enough stuff to deal with right here in the United States, Mister. You ain't black, Joe Biden. Okay, we don't need any of this this ridiculous Ukraine Russia bullcrap. And you gaffing the guy made three gaffes in the last like four days. So to the point where now you have to have his staff or whoever it is controlling this guy putting these notes cards in his pocket because he doesn't even know how to answer questions about Putin. And you don't believe me. Look at the picture right here. <laughs> look at this. So uh, another part of the card, which was only partly visible, posed an answer to the following question. Is this now threatening to splinter unity with your NATO allies? Answer, no. NATO has never been more unified or united. So look, here's a picture right here. Biden had to have, quote, I was not articulating a change in policy, end quote, written in verbatim on a note card so he wouldn't screw it up. And he still screwed it up. This dude is absolutely ridiculous, bro. Look, look at the card. It says it right there. Tough Putin Q&A talking points. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. This is this is the president of the United States, man. Leader of the free world, bro. You got to be kidding me, man. You got to be kidding me. Trump could go up at the podium for hours. Every day he would go up there for hours and just get bombarded with leftists slamming him, leftist talking points. Lying, misconstruing his 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 speech and the things that he would say, but he would go up there and take them darts and bullets daily. This fool comes out like once a week and he can't even speak for more than fifteen seconds. Absolute joke. So here's some of the responses from this guy, from uh, some other prominent people. This was pretty funny. Uh, Mike Cernovich, it was said it was utterly, utterly embarrassing. Clay Travis said the Biden presidency just keeps getting more embarrassing. <laughs> He isn't well, and even with the questions in advance, they still have to write out the answers for him. Exactly. Uh, Tammy Bruce, how much longer can this continue? Uh, Stephen Miller, uh, if this was the last guy, this is all Washington Post and CNN will talk about for a week and Sunday. Exactly. Could you imagine if, if Trump was, was gaffing and having talking points written on a, on a cue card for himself? Can you imagine? what the mainstream media would be doing. They would roast this guy hotter than a pig in a Hawaiian banquet, bro. Straight up. It's ridiculous. Kaylee McEnany, my, my girl. I can't believe that this is the, this is in the president's pocket card. I'm surprised it didn't start with, hi, my name is president Biden. <laughs> and you know, it, it just goes on and on. Everybody's just like basically clowning on the guy, but this is where we at America. This is where we at. This is our president. Uh, you ain't black, Joe Biden. You know, what are you going to do, right? So, I don't know. Well, supposedly, we're going to get the House in 2022 later this month here in November. We'll see what happens. Kevin McCarthy says they're going to start filing orders of impeachment or whatever, man. But I don't even trust him or Mitch McConnell, man. I don't know, man. 
these Rhino Republican, these establishment guys, they don't seem to be really doing anything for for the uh, their constituents at large. You know what I mean? The only ones that really do good things for the people are the ones that they want to label as crazy, like Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and so forth. So uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, man, Biden is an absolute joke. <laughs> get him out of there, man. You know what? Go get your sippy cup and milk and go get some ice cream and go take a nap, buddy, because you're making us look ridiculous. Uh, next thing I want to get into here, I want to talk about the, the gay kindergarten teacher upset about the Don't Say Gay bill that was passed recently by Ron DeSantis. Shout out to my man, Ron DeSantis. He got it signed. He um, he actually did a great job with that, getting it signed. He made a great statement. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up for you here while I'm, while I'm talking to you and see if I can find that video. I was watching it with my wife yesterday, and um, he had a great little speech talking about how Hollywood was mad about him passing this bill. And he said he wore it as a badge of honor, which I absolutely respect. You know, he ain't scared of Hollywood. That's why I love Ron Sanders. He's not scared of Hollywood. He's not scared of these woke leftists. He's going to, he's going to keep it 100. And, um, he's going to do what's right for the people and for the kids. You know what I'm saying? So let's see if I can find this video. And then I want to get into the, the, the kindergarten guy who was, uh, absolutely uh, upset about it. Oh, uh, here it is right here. I'm going to play this for you very, very quickly. Hang on a second. Let me share the screen. And thanks for you guys for rocking with me here, man. Uh, please make sure you check out pro17.com slash merch. I got the new heater, the new Grace stuff out for spring and summer. Super fly. Get you one. Get your T-shirt. All right. So, so let's watch this. Let's watch Ron DeSantis in regard to uh, the quote-unquote parental rights an education act, AKA the anti-grooming act. It's not the don't say gay bill. It's the don't groom our kids bill, which is now a law. But listen to what Ron DeSantis had to say about the Hollywood idiots and the big corporations that are uh, trying to diss them for it. And so uh, we will continue to recognize that in the state of Florida, parents have a fundamental role in the education, healthcare, and well-being of their children. We will not move from that. I don't care what corporate media outlets say. I don't care what Hollywood says. I don't care what big corporations say. Here I stand. I'm not backing down. And so... Yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to Ron DeSantis, dude. That is the man. We need him as a president. Again, man, like, you know, I like Trump, dude, but but Ron DeSantis is the man. Like, seriously. Um, I want to play this one more video from Ron DeSantis in regard to him talking about the fundamental role of parents have in education. And I just want you to see, like, if you're a parent in the United States of America, how could you disagree with the things that he says? The only time that people do that is because you're just a woke leftist. And again, you're a never Trumper and there's no way that you could ever vote for a Republican. Oh no. You'll even, you'll even allow them to put transgender indoctrination in your own child's elementary school rather than vote Republican. That's how ridiculous these idiots are. But I mean, Hey, what do you expect? You're the same parents that'll allow their own child to get puberty blockers. Anyway, here we go. And so uh, we will continue to recognize 
that in the state of Florida, parents have a fundamental role in the education, healthcare, and well-being of their children. We will not move from that. I don't care what corporate media outlets say. I don't care what Hollywood says. I don't care what big corporations say. Here I stand. I'm not backing down. All right. So, so you heard that. You saw that, man. So, yeah, man. Shout out to Ron DeSantis. So here, so here is what this uh, this next segment that I want to talk about. So, because of that, and because of that law, you got this gay kindergarten teacher in Florida that's all upset and in his feelings and butthurt. Excuse, uh, pardon the pun. <laughs> hey, sorry, uh, but yeah, he's all upset about it because he can't share his love life with his students anymore. This is the problem with these teachers, dude. Remember when we were back in school, back in, back in my day, okay? I know I'm like an ancient old fossil to a lot of these youngsters out here nowadays. But do you remember when, like, when you went to school, you had old lady teachers? Remember that? You used to have, like, Mrs. Crabtree. And I remember my second grade teacher, Mrs. Nigerian. And, like, you know, Miss Ross or Mrs. Ross. And they were all about schooling. You know? They're all about teaching the kids. It was about education. They were, they were like your seniors. They were your elders. You know what I mean? Nowadays, you got these teachers that are like young looking. They got purple hair and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, we rarely had men teachers back, back in the day. I mean, I had a couple of them, but like, I think they were like, they were always older. You know what I'm saying? They were like 40 and up older dudes. You know what I mean? 40, 50 years old teachers. And, um, you know, but, but, but it seems like nowadays, Oh, and what I was going to say about the, the teachers back in the past being older and everything and wiser and more mature, and they understood what they were there to do. The, they were actually there to, to teach the to teach the kids how to read and write and all that kind of stuff. And I never knew, like, the marital status of my teachers. I never knew the relationship status of my teachers. I never knew how many kids they had. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't even have pictures of their children or, or husband and wife on the desk and stuff. You know, I, I, you know, they didn't have no like flag pride flags up. The only flags we had up in our classrooms was the American flag or maybe the California Republic flag. That's it. You know what I'm saying? They weren't they weren't over there telling you how their how 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 their weekend was with their husband and and what cabin they went to and all that kind of stuff. Man, miss me with that. They they were there to do a job right on the chalkboard. Great papers, period. OK, but see, now, nowadays, all these kids are these kid teachers that are coming out of these colleges with this leftist indoctrination. Are out here teaching this bullcrap and they think it's about them. You know what I'm saying? They're narcissists. OK, they want to make the classroom about them. How many videos have we seen in the past and recently where these teachers want to they want to come out to their class hey guys i'm coming out now i want to tell you how i'm actually identifying as uh non-binary i'm actually coming out to identify as trans like why does your students need to know that what does that have to do with educating children okay and, and, and as part of this guy's argument here is that he's not going to be able to say these things to the classroom or whatever you're not supposed to be saying these things to the classroom in the first place idiot all right. You're supposed to be there, not for your own benefit and your own well-being. It's for the well-being of the children. Teach them reading, writing, science, period. Keep your personal stuff at home. OK. So with that rant, 
Gay Florida kindergarten teacher worries on MSNBC that he won't be able to share his love life with his kids anymore. Uh, My kids do have questions. They want to know who my partner is in pictures outside the classroom, and I should be able to speak to them. Why are you posting up pictures with you and your boyfriend outside the classroom? Because you want attention. Because you're a narcissist. This is the satanic thing that I'm telling you, man. It's the it's the worship of self. You're not supposed to you're not supposed to be doing that in class, bro, at your school. So a Florida teacher shared anxieties with MSNBC on Tuesday that he won't be able to talk about his love life <laughs> with his kindergarten student. Why? Oh my god, dude, for real. Like this is what gets me. I'm getting pissed off now. Usa. He won't be able to talk about his love life with his kindergarten students anymore due to HB fifteen fifty seven. Kindergarten teacher Corey Bernhardt reacted Tuesday to the news that Republican uh, Governor Ron DeSantis had signed legislation banning classroom discussions of sexual orientation and gender identity to kindergarten through third grade, ages five to nine. And it shouldn't be K through 12, dude. It shouldn't even be elementary school. It should be K through 12. So this doesn't even go far enough, in my opinion. Um, I'm just going to play the video. I don't want to read too much of it here. Let's uh, just... Watch a little bit of it for ourselves here. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's twofold. It really hits hard um, in my heart professionally and uh, personally both. Uh, professionally, it, it truly makes me feel like um, I am not trusted as a professional. Um, I know my kindergarten standards through and through. Um, you are not trusted professionally because you obviously cannot be professional. Can you? If you were professional, you wouldn't have pictures up of you and your boyfriend outside the classroom, idiot. And um, nowhere in our curriculum does it have anything about um, teaching sexual orientation or sexual identity. Um, So again, no, it does not have that in your curriculum, sir. But you narcissistic LGBTQ alphabet mafia teachers always want to inject your personal gayness and your personal weirdoness into the curriculum of the students. You, and that's why we are having these laws now to prevent you guys from grooming the kids and influencing the kids. So you should be worried about this because you're not supposed to be doing that in the first place. This should have never even been an issue for them to, to say that, that, that that's happening. Um, you know, it's kind of crazy, um, but uh, we should be able to have discussions, and, and that's what we're encouraged no, no, to do in kindergarten. No, and then personally, no. because, um, you know, my, my kids do have questions. They want to know who the, uh, my partner is in pictures yeah. outside of my classroom, and I should be able to speak to that. So, so do you worry that you won't even be able to talk about your own personal home life? I mean, I, I have a child in kindergarten right now. I know exactly that my, my child has two teachers, one of which has a daughter at home um, and is single. The other is married and has four children. I, I know everything about their lives because my kid tells me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so that's what I stop it right here, see? But, like, <clears throat> you shouldn't be learning information about what your teacher does, if you, you know, especially in their personal life. Like, if you want to do that or whatever, you want to know about what they, you shouldn't be learning that from your child. You should be learning that from your parent-teacher conferences, from you actually having conversation with the children, if you even care about what they're doing in their personal life. I don't care about what my, my, what my son's teacher is doing in their personal life. I don't care how many kids they have or what their 
what their uh, uh, relationship status is. I care that you're teaching them what the state curriculum is. Okay. But see, these people are, these people get too much into their emotions instead of doing what the job entails, which is educating our children. Keep the personal stuff out of it, bro. You are 100% correct. Um, that's what we do as educators. We build relationships with our kids. And in order to build relationships, you talk about your home life. You talk about what you do on the weekends. That's building community. I It scares me to death that I am not going to be able to have these conversations with my children because they're going to ask me what I did on the weekend. I don't want to have to hide that my partner and I went paddleboarding this weekend because yeah. then they ask, well, what does partner mean, Mr. Bernard? And, you know, I, I'm worried. Can I tell them what it means? I'm also worried for my kids. I have a little girl this year who has two moms and the kids are curious about her two moms. They want to know about her two moms. You know, if they come to if they go to her and ask her about her two moms and she doesn't know what to say, they're going to come to me and ask me. And then, you know, so what do I do? It just it opens up uh, for parents to really take some legal action against the schools and teachers. Yeah. And, uh, and you know what? And the parents should be taking legal actions against the schools and that's their right to do so. And that's why we passed that bill in Florida. Shout out to Ron DeSantis because the parents need to have rights in regard to what's done with their children. But you see the problem here. This, this, this person is over here too worried about personal relationships with the children. That is not your job, man. You know what I'm saying? Just, it's, it's just like when you go to work and you have a job to do. Okay. Like you are not supposed to be there to fraternize with your boss. Your boss tells you what to do. He gives you an assignment or task to do. You do the task and you get rewarded with a paycheck. That's the exact same thing that should be uh, the, the student and teacher relationship. You have, you are the boss. <clears throat> you have assignments that you task the children to do in the classroom. They do the work and you pay them with a grade period period you know but see these people think that being a teacher is supposed to be their life guru no that's why we have parents and families and and this is the reason why like a lot of these people that are having kids are just like that that whole community to raise a family thing it's true to a certain extent but it depends like who you're talking about you have to have the same values and unfortunately this the world right now and the united states right now just doesn't have values I mean, not, not the traditional moral values that we had uh, as a nation on, on which the, the, the documents were founded, on which the United States was founded. And that's why we're in this trouble that we're in. So so that guy's a clown. And uh, yeah, you're going to have to bite your tongue now, sir. Unfortunately, you can't talk about your escapades with your boyfriend in class. You shouldn't have been doing it anyway. These are kindergartners. All right. So shout out to Ron DeSantis for holding it down and signing that bill. And I know he's got more legislation coming. Man, we got to get to Florida. <laughs> I'm so sick of California. But, hey, I always tell you guys, get your kids out of school or else you're going to be dealing with kindergartners like that that are going to try to sneak behind your back and talk to you about his gay boyfriend in class. All right? So thanks for watching the video today, guys. I really appreciate it. Make sure you guys check out pro17.com slash merch. I got some new hot gear up there right now. Uh, got the new gray shirt, got some other uh, fly designs up there for you. Got more stuff coming daily. We're ready for the springtime, ready for the summer. Got some hot new looks, all right? So always remember that Pro 17 stands for Proverbs 17, which reads, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. 
Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Don't be a fool. Don't be a leftist. Ronnie be out. God bless y'all. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace.